What's going on, everybody? Bill here for the Super Review Show, Mixed Bag. And we got, and joining me today is my right-hand man, my dear friend, my partner in crime on Movie Holics Productions, Mr. Justin Favaro. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Okay. Now, we all know what you're thinking. Where's JT? Well, what happened, Justin? Um, we sent him on a little vacation over to Fiji. <laughs> yep, he's in Fiji. <laughs> and no, 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 he's just on, um, he's out of town, so he couldn't do the show. So, uh, we're doing it again. <laughs> We've done this before, Justin, right? Yep. And now that all the lawsuits have been settled. Most of them. God, there's still that one outstanding, isn't there? Well, hopefully that one gets sent to arbitration, so we don't have to worry about it. So now since all the lawsuits have been settled, we're back. And we're not going to burn the house down, are we? No, but we might um, disrupt time space as we know it. Especially oh, with, that's nothing. Especially with what we were talking about today. Okay, so today might be a little shorter than usual. Um, but, but this, this is, is a, big. This is big. And then we'll maybe bullshit a little bit. We would usually have you folks in the live chat, but this is being pre-recorded due to some tech issues. So today we're going to be talking about the trailer to Spider-Man. No way home. That comes in December. December. Hopefully. 7th. Why are you saying hopefully? Well, Sony just moved Venom to January from October. Wait, it's in Jan. You know what? Why don't we talk about that a little afterwards? What do you think? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll talk about that afterwards. You know, you know what? You get us to talk about two trailers tonight. Isn't that fun? <laughs> And just for the record, neither of us are intoxicated right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. The night is still young. We're going to do it. Say it with me, Justin. All night long. All night. Lionel Richie, don't sue me. Okay. Come on. We got enough lawsuits we just dealt with. Well, okay. luckily, your singing is off enough that I don't think the copyright bots will catch it. So <laughs> that is a good thing. Okay, so enough <laughs> dilly dallying. So enough dilly dallying. All right, let us get down to business, shall we? So, Spider Man. Wow. <laughs> Okay, for those, okay, we can't show the trailer because we don't want to get hit with, you know. Copyright. And we don't want JT to yell at us. Yeah. Because we did so. so well last time. Okay, Um. So, the, so for those who didn't see Far From Home, spoiler, go watch it. Um, what happened on Far From Home is at the end, it gets revealed that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yep. By J. Jonah Jameson. Brought back, being played by... 
J.K. Simmons. So now the whole... Spider-Man. Threat or menace. You know what it is? It, Jake, and I said this when we saw it. Um, J. Jonah Jameson kind of reminds me now of Alex Jones. Just his setting is very... Probably that's what they were going for. Probably. Not that we're trying to get political here. We're just... I'm just saying, just the set kind of reminds me of Alex Jones. Yeah, so with the trailer, we pretty much start right where the last one leaves off. Um, Peter's identity is revealed to the world as Spider-Man. He's getting in trouble with the cops about it. Um, He gets arrested. He gets arrested. He's in cuffs. Um, You know, his He's not being left alone at school or they all get anywhere. Their phones out like, like this. Yeah, like they're protesting him. And it's probably going to be like this whole thing where like half the world thinks he's a hero. Half the world thinks he's a criminal. Um, and eventually he's like, enough's enough. We, I need to fix this. And we're going to do it with magic. Magic! And that's where I'm like, oh no, they're not. <laughs> so then they go to Dr. So they, so he goes over to Bleecker Street. Um, Sanctum Sanctorum is covered in ice for some reason. I'm sure... We'll get an explanation for that, but it is a little strange, don't you think? It is strange. Folks, you know where we're going with this. Yep, he goes to meet Dr. Strange. He says, listen, I need a way where uh, the world doesn't know I'm Spider-Man anymore. And Wong's like, don't do that spell. I'm going on vacation, but don't do that spell. He goes, okay, I won't do the spell, and then... Great, I'm going to go work on my tan. Peace. And then he does! <laughs> oh, my God. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love Bandit Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. He's I like, do, too! He's like... He always thinks he knows better than everyone else... But he, and in that way, he's kind of like Tony Stark, but he's also has this air of like he's doing everything for the greater good. Greater good. And and we might see elements of that in this movie, um, more on that later. So, takes a piece of Peter's hair because Doctor Strange has the thing with hair for some reason. Playing a bit of a hair fetish. I mean, come on, he's he's got a piece of Thor's hair. He's got a piece of Peter's hair. I'm sure he's got a little bit of Tony's hair stored somewhere. 
So remember, goes okay. Well, can you? Well, nobody will know you're Spider Man. Well, well, is MJ gonna know? But you know, that's not how the spell works. So something goes awry. Yeah, he Peter can't keep his mouth shut because he's getting cold feet about the spell because he doesn't want to go through all of that hassle again of telling people a Spider Man when because. I will say in the MCU, the whole when he was telling people he's Spider-Man, no matter who, I gotta admit, those moments are kind of charming. Yeah, very, they were, they were charming. Like, and like, (laughs) I remember when in Spider-Man Homecoming, when he told Ned. Always done for a laugh, but charming. When he told Ned. Ned's like, and he's like, I'll be the guy in the chair. And my and favorite's still Aunt May. What the f- Roll credits. And I kind of like it how she, I don't want to say took advantage of it, but kind of took advantage of it. How she, remember in the beginning of Far From Home when he's at like a fundraiser? I give her some, cut her some slack. And fun fact, that was Feast. Um, for all those fans of the comics, that was Feast that they were doing the fundraiser at. So that was pretty cool. Can you elaborate on that? Um, Feast is a soup kitchen uh, slash homeless shelter um, that Aunt May uh, volunteers for and eventually runs in the comics. Um, originally ran by Martin Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Negative, who was a Spidey villain I would love to see in live action. That would be a cool villain. So, anyway. I'm sorry, we keep going off the rails, but... But no, and you know, this is the one last thing before we go back on track here is I kind of liked when he did reveal to um, MJ that he was Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And those last how people. she kind of got the... How she kind of knew before Peter were, was ever going to admit it to her. And then shit started going wrong. It's like, I'm Spider-Man and I messed up. And she's like, wait. You're being serious right now because I was only like 70% sure. <laughs> so well, anyway, what I was saying, um, I kind of liked that the, with that little uh, ride they were taking, I remember, I remember on the way goes, are you almost there? He goes, yeah, I'm almost there. And she's like, don't text and swing. And What's funny is in real life, Zendaya was actually worried about Tom Holland not being able to see in the suit. And what's funny now is Tom Holland and Zendaya are dating. It's funny how the Spider-Man movies do that. No, no, wait a minute. Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst weren't dating, were they? Not that we know of, at least. There's this thing. Guess what it's called? No, they they didn't, at least not publicly. Because, but honestly, it, 
it, they didn't because the chemistry wasn't even there with their acting. The chem, you don't yeah. think the chemistry was there? Yeah, yeah. I just burned the mo- uh, franchise really hard. <laughs> and I actually legitimately like the first two Spider-Man movies. <laughs> oh, okay. No, she wasn't because she was actually dating Jake Gyllenhaal, who was actually supposed to be Spider-Man, also. <laughs> Really? Maybe then they would have had better chemistry. Wait a minute. Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to be Spider-Man? He was in the running. He was in the running for the Raimi movies. So he got and beat actually, out by Tobey Maguire. And actually, he was supposed to replace Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2 when Tobey hurt his back. No, they actually, he actually, they actually broke up the year Spider-Man 2 came out. They dated from 2002 to 2004. Yikes. Well, the Did film random facts with Bill. Random the facts f- with Bill. <laughs> you couldn't escape it, folks. I mean, the filming would have happened in 03, so, you know, they might have had enough chemistry for it to be ruined, and then Spider Man 3 would still have been a dumpster fire of a train wreck. <laughs> but anyway, um, as a contracts. Yeah, and then as we know, um, Andrew Garfield and um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. They were an item throughout the Spider-Man films. Maybe that's why they had such good chemistry. I mean, which came first? The Peter and Gwen or Andrew and Emma? Hmm. And now I think, and it's a fun point that you bring that up um, because now, um, you know, I think maybe it's going to work both ways with Holland and Zendaya because they were MJ and Peter before they started dating. Very true. So that could work both ways. And I got to say, before we go on, Tom Holland and Zendaya, I absolutely love their chemistry. Yeah, they really grew on me in Far From Home. I was still iffy on Zendaya in Homecoming, but she really grew on me. It's actually, to me, a toss-up, Justin, between Zendaya and Emma Stone of Best Spider-Man Love Interest. <sighs> you know what? Really quick. Kirsten Dunst is on the bottom. We're just going to say yeah. that right now. We'll, we'll, we'll just leave it there. Because she's like Honestly. that girl in high school who you had a crush on, but once you got to know her, she had the personality of sandpaper. Mm. That's Kirsten Dunst, is Mary Jane Watson. Listen, I don't want to say anything about her in real life. I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure she's probably a very nice lady. But... I think that was the problem. The only direction she was given for the role was... Nice. 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 And Emma Stone is sort of like that female best friend you have who you realize you might have feelings for. Do you think that's a fair point? Um, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy's like that female best friend you have that you realize, oh, crap, I actually have feelings for her. 
Yes. Or would you say that's maybe more Zendaya? That's more Zendaya, I feel. Um, with Emma, I I think it was just really, really good chemistry. Yeah. And Zendaya was what I just said. Um, who do you think is better, Zendaya or Emma Stone? The Spider-Man <sighs> love interest. See, I don't think that's really fair because Emma Stone was kind of done a disjustice with Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, she was really good in the first one, but, and she is still there in the second one. It's just, the movie just does her such a disservice. So I, don't, I really don't think it's a fair assessment. Okay. So anyway, um so after that tangent okay sorry we're like five-year-olds we're like fourth graders with adhd right now um okay so the spell goes awry and time space is essentially broken what does that mean it means a lot of villains (laughs) one of them is alfred molina Coming back from Spider-Man 2 as Doc as Doc Ock, Ock which is amazing. Um, we see a pumpkin bomb um, appear. Oh no! Is William the Fall coming back? He is, isn't he? Why are you worried? That's amazing. It's a bitsy spider. Okay, listen. Feel that shiver coming. And by the way, YouTube, you can't hit me with a copyright strike. That song is in the public domain. Feel the shiver coming down your spine. Ah, no, I mean, we must attack the, the heart. heart. I mean, come on. It's he chooses that scenery so much. It's just so much fun. God, so are we going to get Jamie Foxx back as Electro? Yes. Oh, as long as we don't get Topher Grace back as Venom, I'm happy. Well, we can't because we have Tom Hardy now. If we get Tom Hardy, then I might be okay. Oh. Um, I can't hear you. talking okay so um electro is going to be in it he is not going to be blue it's going to be jamie fox again right it is going to be jamie fox it might be a different variant of electro you never know um there is a rumor for Sandman now. Oh, Sandman's coming back. The reason for that rumor is a shot in the trailer where there's electricity flying everywhere. There's also a lot of sand in the air. 
and that's giving people reason to believe maybe Sandman's coming back. And also what we need to think about is we have Doctor Strange now saying to Peter, the problem is that you're trying to live two different lives. Is Doctor Strange going to be somewhat of an antagonist in this movie? Hmm. Is he going to be sort of an antagonist is what your question is? Yeah, that's that's my question. Um, and is there going to be a point in this movie where he essentially disappears from the rest of the movie and what we and what happens to him will be explained in the multiverse of madness because you know what i was thinking um and i actually just thought of this today tell me what you think justin okay um do you think maybe um dr strange is going to be like the new tony stark to peter parker no, I think this is just a scenario where Spider-Man needed help on a mystical scale. So he turns to the one person he knows who is a wizard. Bless you. Um, Thank you. So you think he's just turned into that one person who's a wizard? Yeah, I think he's past the point where he needs a mentor. Um, he might like, he might need Doctor Strange to like explain things to him like about the multiverse and mysticism and all that stuff. We see that he does that uh, astral push thing to Peter, pushing him out of his body. Um, now, it seems like they're what they're setting up with this movie is a Spider Verse, though. Spider Verse. I mean, don't don't you see that? Yeah, how they sort of have Peter, uh, not Peter, Alfred Molina as. Are we talking about the villains? Or are we talking about? I'm talking about the movie in general. Because there is, you know, they're saying that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in it, and they're not in the trailer, by the way. No, they are not in the trailer. Um, however, there is rumors saying that uh, Alfred Molina wasn't talking to Tom Holland in that scene. But actually, Toby, Toby's Spider-Man. Um, oh, are they going to set up like a Spider-Verse? Is that what you're saying? Uh, that is my question that I am posing. And listen, we all seen Into the Spider-Verse. Of course, it's amazing. Which was really good. And quick side note, I have a theory. Guess what's coming oh, on? Theory. Guess what hat's coming on? Tinfoil. I think Into the Spider-Verse 
and maybe the MCU Spider-Man are connected. I've heard crazier. Let me let me state my case. You know what? I I find that plausible. Because here's my case, and it's over one thing. Okay. Pretend this is a whiteboard. We couldn't afford a whiteboard. Oh Lord. Okay. Peter Parker in the MCU Spider-Man is like what sixteen? At this point. Yes. I mean, technically, you can say he's 22 because of the blip, but... He is 16. 16! Okay, 16, people. Okay. And in Into the Spider-Verse, he, when he, he's about 26, so that is 10 years. Mm? 26. Ten-year gap. Okay, ten-year gap. And then when that scene in Homecoming, when he's intimidating Aaron Davis. Interrogating I got him. a nephew. And he goes, listen, I don't want this in my neighborhood. I have a nephew who lives here. So, and he's talking, of course, about... Who might not have been blipped. Who talks about Miles Morales. So in we could see in Into the Spider-Verse, Miles is like, what, 14? 14. So in that case, 14 minus 10 is 4. So in Homecoming, Miles must have been like 4 because he's talking about Miles like he's a young child. So he's got to be like 4 okay, or so... so he's got to be like at least toddler years or child years. Now... Numbers! No Numbers don't lie! Now, No Way Home takes place at least six years after Homecoming. Okay, six years after Homecoming. Do, do I have to keep writing this down? But, you know, with the blip... Now, here's the question. Was Miles Morales blipped or not? That's a bigger question. We must ask the world! We must tell the world! Yeah, that's the big question. Was Miles Morales blip? But you know what? Are that's they... the X factor in this. <laughs> are they... If they're gonna do a Spider-Verse... Are they gonna do a... Spy, if they're gonna do a Spider-Verse... Are they gonna bring Miles Morales in there for live action? Because I think for animated, they're going to do a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, right? I mean, let's be honest, though. There's one spider that absolutely needs to be in this, and that is, of course, Spider-Ham. <laughs> oh, God, this couldn't get any weirder. It can get weirder. I just washed my hands. That's why it's wet. No other reason. Peter Porker. <laughs> okay, let's do this one more time. <laughs> and of course, well, I'm, not, I'm not going through the whole thing. But Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I'm going to take this Rubik's Cube. But anyway, yeah, that's actually plausible. But gonna are they gonna do a Spider-Verse? I really think they are, and here's another reason why I 
do think that Toby and Andrew are going to be in this movie. There was an interview with J.B. Smooth recently who plays one of the teachers um, from the field trip. And I think either J.B. Smooth doesn't know what he's talking about or the reporter got him with a gotcha question because he asked him, which version of Spider-Man are you more excited to see Jamie Foxx go up against, Toby or Andrew? And he said, Toby. Oh. He, he was like, ex- he was excited that Jamie Foxx was coming back as Electro. Who is this, J.B. Smooth? J.B. Smooth. My sign, my scientific advice. This is all being done by witches. <laughs> so, so wait, was it confirmed though that Garfield and McGuire are going to be in? No. It? Oh, it wasn't confirmed. So. It was not confirmed yet. It is not confirmed as of yet that they are going to be in this movie. It is just all rumors so far. <laughs> Um, well, I wonder why. I wonder how they. There's I, 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 there were I, context clues and there were initial reports, and then rumors start, and then you know Tom Holland's denying it, but then you get stuff like Alfred Molina joining the cast and Jamie Foxx joining the cast. And you think, oh, if they're joining the cast, then obviously Toby and Andrew are going to join the cast, right? It just makes sense. Let me ask you something. If that is the case. If that is the case, Justin. Mm -hmm. On a scale of one to ten, how big of a nerdgasm would you have with Tom Holland, Toby McGuire, and Andrew Garfield all on screen together? So remember my reaction when we saw Endgame for the first time and Cap grabbed uh, Thor's hammer? Avengers! Assemble. Do you remember my reaction? Not really, but go on. I would have thought that it was stuck out to your head considering I was literally shaking you. Oh, yes, I do remember that. You're like I was literally shaking you in excitement, going. Yeah! Remember when we we were the theater we were at? You would have thought it was Game Seven of the World Series at Yankee Stadium. You thought you would think it was Yankee Stadium for Game Seven of the World Series. It was that whole theater. Remember? That was the absolute best crowd we could have seen that movie with. So are you going to have that big of a nerdgasm? Probably. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. But let, let's face it. At this point, Toby is Peter B. Parker. Peter <laughs> B. Parker. Nicholas Cage. No. 
Peter oh. B. Parker from Spider Verse. Oh, the Jake Johnson schlubby version. The one who's basically hit rock bottom. Yeah, rock meets bottom Parker. But if that happens, we see all of them. I'm gonna be. <laughs> It's gonna. It was. It'll feel nice to have a good Spider-Man three. Yeah. Spider-Man three. I'm not gonna get too much into this because Justin's gonna call me out on defending it again. Even though I do not think Spider-Man three is necessarily that bad. Um. No, but this. I it's think, also not that good. I'll even admit that, but. This would be this would wipe Spider Man 3's sins clean. But the um other two Spider Mans, McGuire and Garfield, but McGuire's at least, isn't it owned by Columbia? Um, they're all owned by Sony. Um, okay. Sony owns the rights to Spider Man and all of the Spider Man related characters. So Venom. Black Cat, Morbius. Those are all Sony properties. Yeah. So it hasn't been confirmed with the pumpkin bomb. Is Willem Dafoe coming back? It could be Willem Dafoe. Could be it James could... Franco. No. James Franco, no one in Hollywood's touching him anymore. Oh, uh, because of yeah. the reason why Disaster Artist wasn't nominated for the Oscar. Okay. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Okay. Um, no, I just couldn't remember why for a second. Um, Me too. That's why. Yeah. Um, um, so, or, the, or the guy from Amazing Spider-Man 2. No. That looked like a Raimi pumpkin bomb. So, so I really do think it's going to be Will- Willem. Now, that being said, there is a character introduced in the MCU that does become a goblin. And that is? Ned. Oh. Now, Ned, now, Jacob uh, Bathalon, I'm sorry if I messed up your last name, dude. Um, he lost a significant amount of weight recently he looks he looks really good it's good for him good you for know, you buddy living a good lifestyle he, keep he, it up he did, he did it for himself and good good on him um he could become the hobgoblin Oh, is that the one with the hood? 
and that's the one who's orange and yellow. A lot of people thought Harry was going to become Hobgoblin in Spider-Man 3 instead but, of but new, new Goblin. Goblin. Which was stupid. They don't even call him New Goblin in the in the movie. It's just, just the Harry. credits. They just call him Harry. Well, they call him Baby Goblin once. And that was, I think, before the... Yeah. You know what? Less said about it, the better. So, anyways, it, it could be Willem. It could be Jacob. It could be someone completely different. It could be Matthew McConaughey, for all we know. All right, all right, all right. Although that did not, although that did not sound like uh, um, McConaughey saying, "Be careful what you wish for, Parker." That sounded more like Willem. So I really do think it's going to be Willem. Do you think we're going to get the same costume? I hope not. Although he looks like a freaking Power Ranger. Although okay, I'm done. Go if, on. If he is in the same costume, I'm not going to be upset about it. If that makes sense. Hmm. How come? Because it's so stupid that it made its way back to being funny. So if he shows up in that getup, I'm gonna laugh hard. What do they give him a new ass costume? Then I will judge it on its own merits. Um, when you were saying about Ned, um, in the comics, did he become the Hobgoblin or no? So it's complicated. Oh boy! All right, folks, grab yourself a nice cold whatever you drink. It's time for a comics lesson with Justin. (laughs) So in the comics, there were three versions of the Hobgoblin. There's the original Roderick Kingsley. There's Jason McIndale, who was the version of Hobgoblin that was featured in the animated series in the 90s, voiced by Mark Hamill. And then there was the curious case of Ned Leeds, who was brainwashed by uh, Kingsley into thinking he was the Hobgoblin. But then he went actually certified nuts and actually bleed for himself to be the Hobgoblin before eventually being killed by uh, uh, the original Hobgoblin. It was done to throw Spidey off of his trail. Comics are weird. They are. (laughs) But they're fun. Nah, I'm just kidding. Interesting. So, 
No, because I remember in the Spider-Man animated show that it was either Norman or Harry that was the Hobgoblin. No, um, in the in the '90s series, Norman and Harry were, were both the Green Goblin, but the Hobgoblin came first in the '90s series. Which, okay, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, but again, that's a different um, Hobgoblin than Roderick Kingsley or Ned Leeds. So that doesn't count. In the ultimate line of comics, Harry was the Hobgoblin. And that's why people thought that Harry was going to be Hobgoblin in Spider-Man 3. And I used to own those comics. Because I remember at the end of Spider-Man 2, I'm thinking, is Harry going to be the new Goblin? Is he going to be the Green Goblin? Is he going to be the Hobgoblin? Because I do remember the Hobgoblin when I was younger. And I was thinking, is he going to be maybe the Hobgoblin? So, yeah. But this trailer, there was also someone says they think they saw the lizard in the trailer. I didn't, did you? It... Okay, give me one second. I'm going to be sharing my screen with you in just a minute. Oh, God. Is it the actual trailer? No. It's just a picture. Okay. Um, just trying to find the shot. Okay. Host disabled participants. Damn it. Hold on, I can let me enable that for you. All right, let's try that again. Hold on, no, I didn't I didn't uh give me one second. I don't know how to need Give me a second, please, Justin. One second. Better off asking for a minute. Okay. Try that. That's tough. Okay. 
do you try sharing it, Justin? Oh, God. I'd have to quit Zoom to do it. Well, okay, you know what? Let me try it. So, yeah, so search Spider-Man No Way Home Lizard, and I'll try to guide you to the picture. Okay, God. No, we're using Google. Folks, tonight hasn't been the best tech night, so please forgive us. I'm sure JT will fix it in post. Lizard. Okay, so images. Scroll down. It's that one on the left middle. Right here? No, no, no. Left, but go down one. Right here? Yes. It's that, it's that shot that they think they saw the lizard. I can't, I can barely see it. Right? It, it's too dark to see. Is it going to be this same guy from um, uh, Reese Athens? I am not sure. Was he? He was in Amazing Spider-Man too, right? He was in the f- first one. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man. So here's the. Ooh, we'll talk about that. So let's okay. count: Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Green Goblin, or Hobgoblin. Electro, possible Sandman, possible Lizard. We have five villains in so far. So you know what that means. Are we getting a multiversal Sinister Six movie? Finally! Because if you remember at the end of the two Andrew Garfield movies, they, they were teased. teasing Sinister Six hard. Because the man who's in the coat and stuff, like, who is that guy, by the way? Uh, it's an original character they made for the movies. And they were joining... Like at the end, they were talking to Kirk Connors, and he goes, "Leave Peter Parker alone." And then at the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two, we see the guy talking to um, Harry, and then yeah, he's like, "I want to keep it small, maybe six. And then that got, and then that got kibosh. Yeah. It's a shame, too, because Drew Goddard was attached, and I legit love him as a as a filmmaker. Um, so, Sinister Six is a possibility now. We... The jury is still out on Andrew and Toby. Here is my next question. And here is my answer. Is this the last we're seeing 
of Spider-Man in the MCU? I was going to ask that too, because this is the last film in Tom Holland's contract. And what they're setting up, they could potentially kill him off. Not kill him off, but write him out. Hmm. Like how so? Put him in a different universe where no one knows he's Spider-Man. Because they're saying that this is also going to be a setup for um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. So is maybe Tom Holland going to be in that one? Oh. So, yeah, but one of the things is, and you know, we just said this, um, from a more practical standpoint, this is the last film in Tom Holland's contract. Like... Not to mention the whole Sony Disney drama is still fresh in our minds. That Sony was going to take all the rights back and then... And they only got together for one more movie. After that, we have no idea. Because... The terms of the contract is six movies, three ensembles, which was Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Although... And three solo films. Although, aren't they considering Infinity War and Endgame one because they were both... They they were filmed at the same time? No, I think maybe they're counting them as separate films. Because I think I remember with the New Deal, he's allowed one more MCU appearance. So I don't know if they're going to maybe renegotiate his contract. It's it remains to be seen. Because wasn't um because wasn't like tone didn't they had to review RDJ's contract a few times? Yeah. We didn't know if he was going to come back after Iron Man 3. So, because don't they, because don't you think they have like another Avengers planned like down the road? They have one planned, but it's going to be a few years. Because what are you going to do with, you know, um, Iron Man's gone, Cap's gone. Well, the new caps here. Well, we're getting Iron Heart. We still have War Machine. They're going to replace these characters with legacy characters. They're going like to they already did with uh, Cap. They're going to replace them with legacy characters. And what's legacy characters? Characters that take up the mantle of the previous hero. So um, what's one call? So Sam Wilson would be a legacy. Well, that's a, that's a bad example because he was 
Falcon before he was Cap. But Miles Morales is a good example for of a legacy character. Wally West um, was a legacy character for Barry Allen, the Flash. Um, currently, Superman has a legacy character in the comics. Really? His son, Jonathan Kent. Was that with Lois? Yeah. But um, anyway, but yeah, this is, is this going to be the last one? I hope not because, you know, you guys all heard me say it 63 million times. You've all heard me say this 63 million times. Um, Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Yeah. But also keep in mind, he just because he might not be in any more MCU movies doesn't mean he's going to stop being Spider-Man. Because in Sony, might. It's just going to be Sony doing the movies. Without Kevin Feige. Hey, either or, I'll go see them because I've I've said this again sixty three million times. I think McGuire was better as Peter Parker. I think Garfield was better as Spider Man. I think Tom Holland does both as good as does good as both of them. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm ex. So, what are your thoughts on the trip? Oh, one disappointment I have in the trailer. And you know what it is, Justin. No, Matt Murdock. No, Matt Murdock. Now. I was getting excited. It could still happen. Because I told you the idea I had in the trailer. It's it's probably not going to happen the way you would imagine it. It's probably going to be something like. Stark industry sends him or something like that. Well, that could be a thing. Like, okay, my vision and now the vision I'm thinking of. I've said this before, I'll make it quick. Peter Parker's just sitting in an office telling everything that's happening. You see clips throughout the trailer. Like, Mr. Murdoch, can you help me? He goes, I'm in. And now I'm thinking, how about this? That scene that we see him interrogated. Yeah, I, I think that's literally going to be it. He's going to appear for that one scene, and that's going to be it. He's going to walk in and go, excuse me, my name is uh, Matt Murdock. I'm Mr. Parker's attorney. So we're not going to see a Spider-Man Daredevil crossover? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think so. I still have to watch season three of Daredevil because I tried watching all the Marvel TV shows But the, I, the timeline is just so confusing. Well, here's here's what's canon. None of it. Hmm? Yeah, none of it's canon. Not according to Kevin Feige. So I don't have to watch it in any particular order? Well, well the shows... There's an order to the shows, but like... They they don't affect the greater MCU. 
like it's because like separate. I tried watching because I did, did then I did Jessica Jones season one then I did Daredevil season two okay so you need to watch if you want to watch Luke Cage and Iron Fist season one that'll be next Otherwise, I think you can just skip to Defenders. Do I really have to watch Luke Cage and Iron Fist to get to Defenders or not really? Not really. You know who the Hand is. You know who Elektra is. You know... You're already introduced to Madame Gao... So it's not really like the end of the world if I just skip right to Defenders. Yeah, it's not. Because I really love Daredevil 1 and 2 both seasons. And from what I understand, Iron Fist is not good. That's what I heard too. But um, yeah. Um, so we're not going to see a Spider-Man Daredevil crossover? Probably not. Oh, I was hoping for that. I was hoping for that. Come on. Hey, look, you might get Charlie Cox and Tom Holland in the scene together. Be happy with that. Okay, I'll be happy with that if that happens. I'm Kevin Feige. If you are watching this, I one day I better see a Spider-Man Daredevil crossover. Because we're in the comics, Justin, they were friends. They are friends. Um, the problem is Charlie Cox, uh, Matt Murdock is 30 something. Peter's 16. Oh. This gets awkward to silence. So, friendship may be a little strong. Professional relationship, maybe. That's why maybe a, a cameo in this would be a fun nod, but it's gonna be like, yeah, we know it's Matt Murdock, but you're not gonna be seeing Daredevil in this one, folks. You're not gonna see Daredevil. Yeah, you are not gonna see Daredevil in this one. Because here's the thing: in the comics, when Spidey and Daredevil are friends, Spidey's in his twenties. No, that makes sense. This is our fun little nod, and that's all you're getting. That is all you are getting, folks. <laughs> you're not going to see Daredevil and Spider-Man on screen. You're going to see Peter Parker and Matt Murdock. And that's it. Thank you, and enjoy the film. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, um, yes, yeah, sir. But anyway, predictions for this film? I mean, I am super, I am super excited. Now, the one thing I'm a little disappointed in is that they're going the route of using magic to erase Peter Parker's Spider-Man from the world's memory. I feel like the MCU just 
demolished the idea of a secret identity so much. Like, I get it in the context of Spider-Man because of what he's being accused of, but I just feel it's veering a little close to one more day territory. What's one more day territory? One more day, Bill, is the most hated storyline in the history of Spider-Man. After the events of Civil War, the Kingpin hires a sniper to go after Spider-Man's family and mortally wounds Aunt May. So she's on life support. Um, Spider-Man's going to all the heroes trying to help and they're like, no. Um, so what does Peter do? Matt Murdock. No. What's Matt Murdock going to do? Daredevil. Kingpin. Mephisto. You know what? Continue. Mephisto. Oh. He makes a deal with the devil. And he sells his marriage to Mary Jane to the devil to save his aunt from dying. And because they never got married, Peter never tells the world that he's Spider-Man and a, a bunch of other stuff. Everyone who's read this comic hates it. It is a stupid idea for Spidey to sell his marriage to, to the devil. Now, obviously, they're not going down that route. One, it would involve Kev- Kevin Feige losing his his goddamn mind. Two, it's it's already laid out what they're doing with the magic is they're just erasing Spider Spider-Man's identity from the world's memory. So do you think maybe that's based on this? I was a little scared that they were taking some inspiration from it, but I trust Marvel Studios enough that they know what they're doing on a story level that they can make this interesting and engaging and not shite. Uh, I think I've been rubbing off on you. You said shite. Oh, shite. But we're going to see. We're going to have to see this December, aren't we? Hopefully. When worlds collide. Yeah, hopefully this does get released in December. Um, Sony is one of those companies that doesn't believe in 
day and date uh, release of their movies on both streaming and theaters. They are just going to keep on delaying until it is safe. Because um, now, because this is going to another topic of a movie that was delayed, and that is, of course, Venom. There will Let be there carnage. be carnage. What do you think of the trailer? Um, I have mixed feelings. Everything I'm seeing of Carnage, I'm loving. I thought it's a really clever way for Cletus to get the symbiote by biting Eddie. I actually thought that was pretty fucked up and brilliant. Was. I did see that. Um, and then the stuff with Eddie and Venom, while it was charming in the first movie, and this, at least in the trailer, was a little grating. Because it looked, because in the first one, you kind of saw their them bantering a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, and now in this, I think they're just going all out with it, and I was beginning to like you. I like her. She can come. Now, remember in the first, when we saw the first trailer for the first one, and I wanted to throw something at the screen, because you had, um, because you had Eddie Brock talking like a five-year-old, we don't hurt bad people. And I'm like, oh, no. No. He sounds like a freaking five-year-old. And now, what was we, and they, in the final product, it did sound better. Oh, my, my God. It, it, in context, it sounds better. Yes. Yeah, the the trailer, from the, from the it teaser? did not. Did you see from the teaser trailer of Eddie? Come, hello, Mrs. Chen. I don't say hi, Mrs. Chen. Evening, Venom. Hi, Mrs. Chen. He says hi. Like, can Mrs. Chen see Venom or? I mean, Mrs. Chen already knows that Eddie's Venom. Because of the ending of the last movie. Yeah. Hungry food! I'm, I'm still... I'm still upset that they're not going with my original idea for this movie. And what's that? Eddie, there's no easy way to tell you this. I'm pregnant. What? Who's the father? That's the thing. So I'm the father? <laughs> No, it's kind of like an asexual thing. I'm the mother and the father. The one of mine. <laughs> You're the house that we have to live in. And then remember the joke was Venom is having mood swings. <laughs> 
And he'd be like, Venom, what the hell? I have weird preference. And everyone goes, wait, if I do this for you, can we eat everybody? Sure. Let's do it. Why do you oh, say- shit. That is a red one. Why do you say it's grating, Eddie and Venom? That scene where uh, where uh, Venom was picking on Eddie, I thought I was like, okay, I think you're going a little far on the comedy on this. I can kind of see that. Like, I get you're trying to play up the odd couple factor. It was charming in the first movie. But it was charming because it kind of wasn't aware of its charm. Now it's in on the joke. Do you think maybe they're just doing this for the sh- for the trailer and then when it finally comes it's going to be more? I hope that's the case. Because honestly... Carnage is the selling point of this movie for me. He does look good. Oh my god, he looks fantastic. But you know what? There's another thing that I'm probably we're probably never gonna see though. What? Venom and Spider-Man fighting Carnage. I mean, if they ever adapt the maximum carnage uh storyline. Which, do you granted, think- they might be adapting that in this. Although there is a rumor that Spidey might have a cameo. In Let There Be Carnage? It's possible because J.K. Simmons has a cameo. But, um, do you think maybe that's why, um, Sony and Disney were fighting because Sony's like thinking, hey, we want to do a we want to do a Spider-Man Venom crossover. The reason why they were fighting was because of money. Disney got greedy. They wanted to finance more of the movie so they could get more of the profit because Far From Home made over a billion dollars. I have to ask you, um, is Venom the will be carnage? I heard is it gonna be rated PG thirteen? Fucking obvious rod. Is it? It's very, very likely. Oh come on! Seriously. Blame Avia Rod. Avia Rod, rate this thing R. We want to see Carnage in all his carnageness. If that's not what it is now. We want to see Carnage just rip things apart. Yeah, we want like we want the Suicide Squad levels of violence when it comes to Carnage. Yeah, because you know what I think the thing is? I think the thing is, correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, they want to do a Spider-Man Venom crossover, but they probably don't want to have Spider-Man in there if it's ra- if Venom is rated R. 
Probably. That's probably exactly it. Okay, I know this was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home, but I was thinking before I before I saw the trailer, it could have been something like have Venom release afterwards, like in an end credit scene, Eddie Brocko and Parker, I need your help. Because in, in the comics, Venom and Spider-Man fight Carnage, right? Yes, but in the comics, Venom and Spider-Man have a history. Is it the Spider-Man 3 history? Yes, it is the Spider-Man 3 history. You want the staff job? You want the staff job. Does anyone care what I want? I do. Shut up. Shut up. Get out. <laughs> oh, remember what we say for that scene? Oh, how... How convenient. But... Yeah, you know what? I got to see. So this got pushed back to January. Yeah. It was supposed to come out in October. Yeah, I know. It was first. It was first going to be. Okay. Guys, this this is movies on like its 53rd release date change. Yeah, it's, it was, it's it was, crazy. It was supposed to come out originally in June 2020. But then, due to, say it with me, thanks, thanks COVID. COVID. But due to COVID, they moved it from June 2020. I mean, from I'm sorry, October 2020, right? October 2020 to June 2021. And, and then, then from June 2021. September 2021. And then, because it has to do with COVID, doesn't it? Then, then they moved from, and then it moved from September twenty fourth to October fifteenth. And now, October fifteenth, January twenty second. And you know what that means? What does that mean? Venom two is now a January movie. No. No, no. We have to sit to a January Venom movie. January. For those of you who are not movie aficionados, January is usually where movies go to die. Not just die. Die and go to hell. And then they're brought back and killed again. Damn it. What did they move it to say February? Um, a little better. You get some. You get some good. You get some gems in February. But you know what? I have a very special announcement to make to the people of the world right now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this movie is on its. Let's see. June 2021, September 2021, October 2021. This movie's on its fourth release date change. Yeah. Fourth. People, do your part. Get vaccinated, please. And when it's time to get the booster. Do it. Listen, it's just that we want to resume, you know, 
normal life. We're both vaccinated. Yeah. And we got to go. We've been going to movies again. Okay, I'll be honest. I've only seen two movies since COVID. In theaters, I've only since theaters opening. I only saw two. I saw Black Widow and I saw Suicide Squad with JT. Well, Suicide no wait Black Widow. I saw with my brother. Um, Suicide Squad. I saw with JT. Um, but it's just we want. Help me out here. I feel like I'm going to say things I really shouldn't say. We want a return to normalcy. We want and, to go back to the movies, which we are. And the, the sooner we come together. Line up, roll up the sleeve. As a species. Roll up the sleeve, guys. Roll it up. It, you barely feel it. Yeah, the first you, time, the first shot. You'll feel it the next day, the day after, but yeah, that's pretty much it. My first shot, I felt like a little pinch. It was barely noticeable. Like, by the time I was, like, talking to the person who was putting it in, like, oh, we're done. Really? I, didn't, I barely felt the thing. Yeah. It it's, like a it's, it's one of the most painless shots I've ever gotten in my life. The second shot going in, it felt like something was going in. It was a little more noticeable. Not too much. For me, it was. And then, listen, to be fair, you are going to be, you might be facing side effects after this. You are. You know, I don't want to say because everyone is, you know. Everyone's Everyone's different. different. Everyone handles it differently. But let me tell you something. The side effects suck, don't they? COVID sucks worse. But you know what, guys? The side effects are better than the alternative. Indeed. So please, these movies keep getting pushed back. And that's because people aren't getting vaccinated. And listen, if you have like a medical reason to not get vaccinated, I'm not talking about you. That, that, that's a different If story. you have a medical reason to not get vaccinated, I'm not talking about you. Because I have a friend who, who can't get vaccinated for medical reasons. Yeah, if you are immunocompromised or for some reason just not able it. to get it. Then you're not on our list. You're, you're exempt from our rant and I'm sorry you're going through what you're going through. And we hope things get better. But the thing is, and yeah, we're looking at you, Florida. Just get it. For the love of God, get it. The quicker you get vaccinated, the quicker COVID goes away. The quicker COVID goes away, the quicker we can go back to the movies. Well, we're already going back to the movies. Uh, the quicker we can see our favorite movies get released on schedule. Please just roll it up. But um, yeah. But you know what? There's one upside to Venom getting delayed. There's an upside. 
And this is just my personal upside. What? Originally, Venom was supposed to be released the same day as Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. So I was a little conflicted when I go see Venom or Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. <laughs> Priorities here! I, I would have seen Venom. I would have seen Venom and save Evan Hansen for another day. Sorry, Pesak and Paul. One of that's getting pushed back too, though. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? Like going off that thing with Venom, have you noticed? Like box office numbers have been. <sighs> Suicide Squad did not do well. And critics liked it. Critics loved it. Audiences loved it. It just had too many factors going against it I in my opinion COVID and what were the other ones um, I think COVID the R rating the last Suicide Squad movie um, the fact that they only changed the title with a the Suicide Squad is the same thing ooh, ooh there's a the and I don't think they had enough time to properly market the movie. Why do you say they didn't have enough time, though? All the marketing pretty much had to be done digitally. You know, like... Yeah. It's an R-rated movie, so automatically trailers aren't going to be shown on certain channels on TV. Um movie theaters were closed for a long time so people who who know what to see by the trailers they see in movie theaters they're not going to know about it you know the people who are going to know about it are the people who are internet literate exactly we're like even when JT and I went to go see it Justin Granted, we went to like a 9.30 showing. There was only like 10 people in the theater. My theater was a lot more packed. Well, I went to like a, we went to like a 9.40 showing too, so. Right. Um, I, but I have one other theory. Okay. Will Smith. Yeah, because I think this is Will Smith effect. When the Will Smith's not in the sequel, the movie financially doesn't do as well. I asked my dad if he saw the new Suicide Squad yet, and he said no. And I and he said Will Smith's not in it. And it was like. Okay, and it's like they recast him. No, they didn't recast him. It's a new character. Oh, so we, so he ended up watching it the next day. Do you like it? Yeah, he liked it. So it was a lot more violent than the last one. It was. Okay, guys. Well, um, those are our thoughts on Spider-Man and Venom. And a little bit of Suicide Squad for good measure. And um, sorry we didn't talk about Eternals or Shen Chi. I didn't see any of the trailers, so. 
Um, I mean, Shang-Chi, that comes out in a couple of weeks. No, next week, uh, I think. Rotten Tomatoes score is already out. It's certified fresh at 93%. I'll give it a watch. I can't wait. And you hear Disney Plus is not going to stream it. Did you say, hey, we're going to try this as an experiment? <laughs> yeah, because things did not end well with Black Widow. Gee. Oh, God, it didn't do well financially either. Uh, no, I'm talking about the lawsuit. What lawsuit? No, tell me off camera. You don't know about? Oh. Oh, is this? You want to tell me here or you want to tell me off camera? Oh, I can tell you here because this Scarjo suing Disney. What? For breaching the contract. Oh, what was in the contract? Uh, theatrically exclusive release window. And how did they violate her contract? By pushing it to Disney Plus along with it and essentially reducing Scar Joe's <laughs> potential earnings by doing so well because she's getting paid off of box office receipts uh. I don't know if streaming counts as box office receipts yikes so. and Feige's pissed about it I'd be too. He's, he's embarrassed because he didn't want this lawsuit to happen. Um, if it was up to him, it would have been released theatrically and that was that'd be the end of it. But it was Disney's decision. Can't always get what you want, unfortunately, huh? Yeah. So... Okay, guys, I'm sorry we went on a little bit, but uh, we talked a little Spider-Man, a little Venom, a little Suicide Squad, just everything in general. And a little drama. So, uh, yeah, too bad we couldn't go live today because of stupid tech issues, because I think the chat board would have been fun. But, um, okay, guys, well, thank you for watching. I'd like to thank my good friend, Justin Favaro, for joining me. Always a pleasure. And subscribe to our channel, Movie Hollis Productions. And also, guess what? It's time for me to shamelessly promote. What? Um, I was trying to do JT's thing where he tries to stop you. Now, don't, don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity podcast. Yeah, shit. Check us out. We are on all platforms. And also check out the Sports Insanity Network. We have a new project coming up very soon that we've been working on. You're going to have to wait and see what it is. And also, apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time. time. And, and, and don't forget to check out the Mixed Bag Podcast and subscribe. Thanks for watching, folks. Thanks again, Justin. We will see you next week. JT will be back. And if you ever want notifications on whenever we're live, hit that bell, guys. Hit that bell. Thank you, guys. Stay safe and take care.